What's up, guys? This is the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whedon. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Brian Rooney. What's going on, Brian? What's going on, Chris? Glad to be here. Yeah, man. It's uh, It's been a while since our Castle Branch days. <laughs> I know that's right, man. It takes yeah, you back, it's... doesn't it? Oh, man. I mean, I forgot. How long ago was that? Yeah, it's been... I'm coming up on five years at my current job, and I mean, it's probably been... Close to 10? Yeah, easy. Easy. It's been yeah. a while. So, well, you look good, man. Likewise. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, man, what what have you been up to? You just give me some some background of what's gotten you to where you are today and, and, and kind of just what you've been up to since then. Yeah, for sure, man. So, I mean, after I left uh, Castle Branch, I was going to night school over there and trying to get my degree in business to just get a little bit of a better job in the sales industry. Mm-hmm. So I ended up tra- transitioning over to Spectrum Business, um, which is, uh, I guess, charter business now, selling mm-hmm. internet, phone, and cable, and doing a lot of hustling around town or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So did that for about three years or so, and then came across a, a good idea to make an app with my wife and a um, couple business partners that we came across. It was called A-List. Um, it was a charitable giving app that we had an idea for and ended up building it out and um, getting some good feedback and good connections made there. And then we ran into some issues with our business partner. So we kind of had to fall off and drop that off. Um, sure, you know how that goes, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you always hope it goes well, but sometimes, man, you just learn learn what you learn from those mistakes and you just kind of got to improve and move forward. Right. Yeah, the first, I mean, that was y'all's first business venture, right? So, yeah. Okay, so that that makes complete sense. And what's crazy, man, is we both, um, her and I, quit our full-time jobs to start that full-time. So, it's kind of putting the trust in the Lord and just handing it over to him. And Mm -hmm. um, But it it was the the wrong avenue that we needed to go down. Right. uh, Which is what we kind of learned along the way. But, I mean, like they always say, what um, the enemy wants to use for evil, then God will turn it around for good. So that's that's something that we gathered from that for sure. One hundred percent, bro. It's, yeah. I mean, I can think back on a lot of decisions that I've made where I thought God was pushing me here, and I had mm-hmm. this beautiful idea, and things were just working out. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and for instance, I'll be com- completely transparent with you. When I started recording for season four. I had left my job last July. I'm and now it's February. I'm now back working uh, because I realized, wow, okay, maybe I wasn't ready to just take that full that full jump yeah. and leap yeah. yet. But I'm doing something that I actually am enjoying at the moment, and and that's hard to come by for me, just because I'm always coming up with something to to yep. pave my own way, right? Yeah. But, well, we always threw through ideas back and forth, man. I remember going all all over all types of business ideas, man. Notebooks yes. for days, bro. Like, <laughs> honestly, it hasn't changed. I mean, I have two folders in here that just say business ideas. <laughs> yeah, same, man. Sometimes my brain going to bed at night, it doesn't turn off. You know, like waking up in the middle of the night and, and jotting notes down and falling back asleep. Oh, yeah. you're like. That's, I don't you, think I got a good night's rest at all. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you hit one of those little voice recordings up and you don't even remember recording it. You're like, wake up in the morning like, okay, I got it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, pff, bro, that's that's hilarious. So yeah. 
now now you're working you're you're at your current company you've been and you said you've been there for five years now yeah coming up on five years this august okay so i mean it's kind of a beautiful thing man i mean you you lay everything out and i mean i wasn't too happy at my job at spectrum it was a lot of grinding and hustling every single day i mean sales is like that as it is but um, this was just kind of every month was starting over every day was starting over I didn't get a lot of good quality time with my family that I wanted to mm-hmm. and my headspace just wasn't there when I went home. You know, I wasn't able to turn off the job. Right. Uh, so it's kind of worked out to where we quit those jobs at the time and then we transitioned to the app and that didn't work out. And the company I'm with now is just, it's beautiful, man. I mean, family environment. I mean, it, I, nothing better than I could ask for, you know, where I'm at currently. Right. Awesome. And so, where um what is your wife doing real quick so she is um, doing the marketing and social media handling all those accounts for a company called airserve so it's a company a main parent company is called neighborly and they have a lot of um, parent companies underneath that are like heating and air or electricity or plumbing like rotor mr electric and stuff like that so mm. she handles all those accounts for the southeastern like region of north carolina okay okay that's cool that's cool so now y'all are y'all are both doing something that you're enjoying at the moment you're getting more quality time together and then you have little ones at home as well right or or one yeah. little one yeah yeah so i mean that kind of is just sparking what you asked me what she is doing now um we recently had in january 2020 we had a baby boy named roman who is two years old now okay i mean he's such a blessing man i mean he's just he inspires me so much and even at two years old you know they they watch every single thing that you do Mm -hmm. so it kind of it it makes you like honing on your life and what you got going on with your hobbies and what's good, what's bad and what you need to dish out because ultimately you're, you're your mentor for your kids. So right. it inspires me every day to become a better person. Um, and then in March, we ended up getting pregnant again about two, three months later okay. after Roman was born unexpected. And in March, 2021, last year we had a uh, stillbirth. Oh. So his name was Noah. So it was literally, man, within 24 hour span, we went from baby's got a healthy heart to it just stopped working out of nowhere, you know? So, and we, we, we ended up having to still give birth to him in the hospital. Mm. So it's just a traumatic experience, man. Something I wouldn't wish on any family whatsoever. Right. I mean, you think of being pregnant is, is easy. I mean, we learned it back in school days. Is it it, all it takes is one time, you know, without protection and then. (laughs) You're pregnant and you have a healthy baby and you go home. Right. But it's definitely not the case sometimes, man. I mean, what happened to us was less than 1% of what happens to people. So, wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that uh, has definitely impacted us and grown us stronger in our faith and closer in our marriage and as parents to Roman and how he's just carried us along this whole entire way. I mean, we're coming up on one year. Um, after Noah had passed. Okay. Yeah. So she is currently, that's where Mother Wild, the company uh, she created after Noah passed about a couple months after that. Okay. Um, we were looking around for just kind of like remembrance things that we could get or purchase and put in our home for Noah, like mm-hmm. just pictures of him, or, um, 
when you go online, man, there was nothing out there. So it just triggered something in her. God put it on her heart to start Mother of Wild, okay. which is child remembrance prints. So okay. she specifically makes customized prints for these babies um, of loss or just children that are living, um, all, all sorts of stuff like that. And that, that's been a beautiful process for her, man. I can easily say that she's walking in her calling for sure. Wow, man, that's, um, you know, my, my heart goes out to, to y'all. I, I didn't even know, you know, um, and it's, I can only imagine, you know, what you, you both had to not only go through, but, you know, where you are today, like just the daily grind of, of grieving, but also, you know, like you said, your, your wife was able to maybe turn her grief into something mm -hmm. for, to give back to others, right? Like in her yeah. time of need, she said, well, you know, let me take this pain and, and do something for someone else. And that's a beautiful yeah. thing. Um, no, for sure, man. So yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. Now with, with mother of wild, and I've seen, I know your handle is father of wild. What are the interactions like with other families, other parents who have had similar experiences? Has it turned into more of a like coaching and, and, and speaking and mentoring thing? Or staying focused on the the print aspect and the business aspect of things. Yeah, I mean a little bit of both, but more so the first option for sure, man. I mean, just kind of um, handing it over to God and just really just letting Him take the company where it needs to go. And just, I mean, the reason we started at the beginning was just in remembrance of Noah. And right. just to tell his story. And I mean, it's just been incredible to see the impact that he has made with him not even being here on earth. You know, I mean, we're, we're putting all sorts of flyers of his stories and people's remembrance boxes. And Mariah has been able to connect with so many moms and women in general, man, are so good at communicating and expressing their feelings and, you know, letting it out and just talking about stuff that's really on their heart. But yeah. being open and transparent, I think is key during those times. And something I learned as a man, like there's not a lot of that in that community, especially, you know, a lot of men, they're just like hardcore and they think they got to uh, hold in all, all the stuff that they're going through, every emotion that they're going through, they got to hold it inside of them. And that's, that can be very dangerous, man. So that's, that's what sparked me creating father of wild. Uh, just a way for me personally to create those posts and the content that's something that's on my heart that's helping me grieve. Um, mm -hmm. Just like you said with Mariah, that's a way that she's helped herself grieve and other families as well. But I've noticed the communication with the fathers, man, It's it's been great. I mean, just discussing those things. I mean, obviously, we know each other's stories. They're very similar, um, some different. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's what we're here. That's what we should do, you know, as men in general, just talk it out and just be boys, you know? Right. Right. So yeah. It, it's been, it's been really cool, man. The relationships I've been able to form just within this past year. Yeah. That's awesome. It's you, you said something there and you know, I, I lost my, my granddad in October. So he was, he was my, he, he raised me. That was my dad. That was my hero. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, know how to, I had never lost anybody close. Right. And so the grieving process 
uh, it's, it's still, it's ongoing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, and I don't know when you get to a point where you wake up and you're like, I'm okay now. Right. Like, yeah. um, I can tell you just being transparent and being vulnerable. Like there's nights where I, I cry myself to sleep, you know, or, yeah, same. There, or just driving like, bro, I was in the gym and I'd be on the squat rack or literally doing whatever yeah. in the middle of a set and my eyes are watering. And I'm uh-huh. like, what is happening to me? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and and it's hard to share those experiences or those moments with people because it's like you said, like guys, we're not that we don't know how to communicate like mm-hmm. that unless that was shown to us, right? We're not just yeah naturally vulnerable and so i've found when somebody else like if i'm vulnerable with somebody people tend to be vulnerable back and 100 you being vulnerable with your story i i know um how much that's helping other people open up and and, and share what's going on in them as well and that that starts the healing process yeah 100 percent. and i mean when, once you start digging into just their stories and their children that they've lost, man, you start opening up all kinds of other books and chapters that they've been holding on to for so long. I mean, it could be forgiveness. I mean, it could be depression, stress, anxiety, all those things, you know, so you're able to, I mean, that's stuff that hits um, hard on my heart as well, just going through a lot of that in my past and kind of overcoming it. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, I I totally agree 100%. Yeah, I think it's... it's it's just about, I mean, life is just, I mean, it's 90% of how you handle something and 10% of what you're given and 90% of how you handle it, you know? I mean, yeah. we all have a choice every single day we wake up with a decision to make. I mean, it's either you want to go this way or you want to go that way. And you got to figure out which way is best for your life and yourself. Right. And and by not making a decision, you're also making a decision. That's exactly right. So, yep. Yeah. It's funny how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so based off of like, we're very similar with, you know, we, we mentioned this at the beginning of the pod, just ideas and, and growth and dreaming of, you know, how we want our lives to look and our family and, you know, um, wanting to make sure everybody's taken care of and everyone's healthy and things and life happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, just along this journey, as you and your wife are building together, you have your little one, you know, what is the, the focus over the next five, 10 um, plus years for you two as a couple? Yeah. So, I mean, just her and I, we try, I mean, we dig into the word a lot, man. We're heavy in our faith. Um, we got saved together and baptized together when we were 29, 30 years old. So our life's been a lot different than what it was in the past. And I mean, you look back on some of the decisions and the person I was and I mean, that's what they say in the Bible. It, ch- it changes you, you know, it, it, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you and right. it changes you. And that's what it should do. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. number one priority in our household for sure. And I mean, just instilling those um, okay. attributes in our son, Roman, and any kids to come, you know, I mean, just being those mentors, the mentor that I didn't have growing up. I want to be that for him. And just I want him to see that his dad is walking in his calling and He's doing what he was um, designed and created for. So, I mean, that, that's definitely, I mean, family right. family first right now, man. Especially with this past year, yeah. I mean, everything yeah. happening is, it was something that just had to set aside a lot of things and just kind of focus on 
what's most important at the time being. And that was, that was that my marriage and myself and, and my son. Yeah. And I love that, you know, prioritizing, like you said, prioritizing what's important and setting those boundaries sometimes, man, (laughs) bro. So getting, I'm in a season where because of what's gone on in my life recently, I have taken a step back and pretty much, um, I call it protecting, protecting my ear gate and my eye gate, right? Like protecting Mm. what's coming in, what I'm listening to, what I'm seeing. That's good. And protecting the energy around me, like not spending time with people that don't lift me up or people that can take me back to an old version of me, right? It's constantly trying to surround myself with people that we can build each other up and, and that type of environment, that type of community. Um, but people that ultimately just want to be their best selves and, mm-hmm. but understand giving themselves grace if they do, you know, slip in a certain yeah. area. It's like, look, I know I'm not perfect. I know like I might slip, you know, on a Monday. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the same thing the next day. Right. It's, I learned from that and I'm going to just continue to grow. Those are the type of people that I'm, that I've had to, make sure that are around me. And if it's not like that, then you're not around me right now. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I love the quote that stuck with me for the longest time. It says, if you're the smartest, most wisest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's really good. I mean, I agree 100%. It's just like your podcast name, Iron Sharpens Iron. I mean, it's extremely important. I mean, to build yourselves up and have the same goals and visions Um, but improve on the individual aspect as well. But having those guys in your corner, those people in your corner, man, that can help you along the way is very, very important. Right. Yeah. And so obviously your, your wife um, and yourself, I assume you have couples that you are, you know, surrounded by people you're surrounded by in the church or outside of church, like that are also doing the same for you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I mean, it's, a lot of people are out of town with the people that we're connecting with through Mother Wild and Father Wild. So we'll do a lot of FaceTime calls with them. I mean, we definitely want to travel a little bit more to get in touch with those folks face to face and just kind of build on those relationships. But we're, we're definitely in the same boat there. I mean, man, w- women are incredible, man. My wife is just it's amazing to just sit back and see how much she's grown from when we got married in 2014 to where we are today. And I mean, it's just it's very inspiring to see just how she's overcome. I mean, yeah, I'm the, the dad that had to go through that, but she's she's the mom, man. She had right. to deliver Noah. And right. I mean, it, it's just incredible how strong they are. Yeah. There's there's a piece that intrigues me just with her mental strength, right? Like I, I've never met your wife, but I only imagine, you know, when when she is faced with anything that she now has like a new superpower that, that yeah. she's been blessed with. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I mean, again, uh, somebody texted me earlier from our castle branch days, actually. Uh, <laughs> do you remember Joe Meyer? Yeah. 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 So one of the senior sales reps. So yeah, he texted me and had, has no idea what was going on in my life, but he was like, Hey, Chris just thought of you. And while just thinking about the idea that pain is a privilege and I just kind of like 
stopped. Huh. You know, like I was, I don't know what I was doing when I read it, but I was like, yeah, wow. And he, and he goes on further and we talked about it a little bit, but um, that's good. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're in a season where you just feel like there's just like, how can I take any more? But yeah. understanding and having a, a perspective shift, right? Like the pain I'm going through, hopefully I'm growing through and, and it's yeah. allowing me to be able to be a blessing to someone else. You for know, sure. it's not, it's not for me to just sit in and sulk in um, mm-hmm. and, and no change happens because I don't yeah. think that's the, the intention of, of pain. No, I agree, man. One, one, another analogy I like, I love analogies, man. I just <laughs> paint a picture and just can bring a lot to it, but mm-hmm. it's just like a number two pencil, man. I mean, you start out with it not being sharpened and along the way it goes through a resharpening process. Mm-hmm. So in order for it to be a useful pencil, it has to be sharpened, you know, and right. you got to imagine for that pencil, if it could express pain and emotion, it would probably tell you that hurts every single time you sharpen it. But along the way, it's all about the growth band and becoming more of a, a useful pencil, you know, bro, that's, that's deep. That's deep. I never, honestly, I never thought about, I've never yeah. heard that analogy, but I'm definitely going to borrow that. Yeah, for sure. man. <laughs> No, I love it. It's just those little things that you remember along the way, man. You know, when you are going through something like that, that can just uh, get you over that mountain of, of pain or that mountain of grief, you know? Right. Because it is it is temporary. I mean, it's not something like losing your grandfather last year. You're never going to forget that, you know? Right. And it's the same with Noah. Like, I'm, I'm never, ever going to forget those those memories or that time in the hospital or when the doctor told us his heart wasn't beating anymore, like, I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. But what the enemy wants for you at that time is for you to go down deep, deep into a hole and never come out again. Right. But if you can, if you can make a decision, man, and flip that around and improve it on yourself and for others, it's, it's beautiful what can come from that. Mm. Yeah, man, you're preaching over here. Yeah. (laughs) Try not to bring too many Bible verses to the, look, to the podcast. <laughs> look, no, honestly, I welcome it all, bro. Like, yeah, different. Look, I mean, it's I can't. There's nothing else I can add to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's good, man. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, like every season, it's just piggybacking off of what you said. Rain eventually subsides right the sun mm-hmm. is eventually going to shine again so do we have the courage the the fortitude the the will to make sure we see that next sunny day mm-hmm. um and in a in a i know i just heard about the um the the pat the usa pageant i bet back in 2020 or 2019 i can't remember what year she won the usa pageant but um you know, committing suicide recently. And yeah. for someone who was put on, mm-hmm. uh, put in a position of, of beauty or put on this pedestal mm-hmm. of like, she's like who we should attribute or like yeah. uh, aim to be like, right. As a female. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it was too much, you know, like um, we don't know what was going on. And so a yeah. lot of times we have no idea what people are going through. And so it's taking a step back. And when we, when we are having interactions, like 
just showing people grace, right? Showing, yeah. just giving love where you can, even when it's not warranted. Because, sure. you know, I just think it's, we're all here together. You know, we have mm -hmm. to, we have to live in this world together, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So, well, it's been crazy. I mean, even these past two years, you know, with the coronavirus and all that stuff, it's right. just been the depression and suicide rate is just spiked, man, yeah. especially within young teens. And it's just, mm. it's saddening to see that, you know, because they don't, they don't have the right mentors or they're scrolling through social media every day. Just like you said, with the beauty pageant, like looking at images of people and lives of people that they should be. And it's putting a lot of stress on them because they're not there, you know? Right. Trust me, I went through all that when I was younger, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's just like, I mean, carrying those burdens is just something that I, I, I personally can't handle that. So that's what, that's when I do. I hand it all up and I just kind of get rid of those things, man, and just put my faith and trust in the Lord that, I mean, not everything's not always going to go the way you expect it to, obviously, but yeah. and it's just the way of handling it and just knowing that the Lord does love us and he's got the ultimate best plan for us. Of course. Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. I'm right there with you. Seasons of anxiety, depression. Like I think as you continue to, if you're somebody who works on yourself, somebody that is not only working on their physical, but their mental and, and making sure that they are becoming a better version, you begin to see like signs when you're, when you're slipping into a, a, a moment of anxiety or, or depression yeah. to where it's not you're not in that state long like for for months at a time anymore right like you can mm -hmm. begin to see a trigger and then deal with it instead of waiting months and then being like oh i think something's going on you know yeah yeah no for sure yeah i mean the the faster you do that the better it is for yourself and your mental health but yeah man i mean you can have many seasons where people are just dug themselves in a deeper hole you know and never get better right because they're relying on themselves to get themselves out of it you know when like you said i mean we're here together i mean we all it, it's crazy man what i've learned with this whole experience is like we have a lot more in common than we think we do you know and i mean it could be like your grandfather passed and i had my nana passed about four years ago wow and then my papa before that so okay. it's like I mean, when you start digging into folks and their lives, you, you have a lot more in common than you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, we're, we're human. We're, it's, yeah. it's funny. We are the, the greatest species on earth and still yeah. trying to figure out how to love each other. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you got a difference of opinion between everybody, man. That's the thing. It's just, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Grace, like you said, grace is a huge thing. We got to give more of it. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is what we need for sure. Um, you know, as we wrap up, man, what, what advice can you give someone, you know, I know we've talked about loss and grief, but like what you have gone through, like what advice can you give someone who, who is experiencing that right now? Um, you know, loss of a, a loved one or loss of a child. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, easy for me because it's just, I mean, uh, opening up the word, man, I will always resort back to that. I mean, as far as me being a believer and what's helped me, uh, just reading the Bible on a daily basis and 
asking just God to show me different things and um, on each day or whatnot. But for somebody that isn't, man, I, I don't know how how they would get through something like that. You know, I mean, just all the anger that they would have towards. I mean, I think a lot of people believe that the world was created by something, you yeah. know, or whatever they might say, the universe or the energy that they're feeling or getting. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we live in, it, it's an evil world and there's a lot of demonic spirits floating around that are going to try and attack those folks, especially because they're super vulnerable during those times. Right. So it's just something, man, I would just say, be on guard with your mind, especially, and don't let a lot of those thoughts creep into your mind and overtake you on a daily basis. I think that's, that's very key on doing that. Um, that's, that's something that I've had to battle through in my past, man. And even currently, and from here on forward is just the, the battle in your mind. Right. You know, even if you're going to do something that you're called to do, or you want to go do as your dream, like you get those little voices in your head that saying you're not good enough or this and that, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not handsome enough or right. whatever it may be, man. I mean, just pushing those, finding a way to push those voices aside. Right. Just standing strong and in, in, in who you are, who you're created to be. Man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, our internal dialogue has a tendency to, to be negative. Um, it just naturally, it, you don't have to work at that. Yeah. <laughs> so you do have I mean, to... think of how powerful the mind is, man. I mean, you can, even when you're daydreaming or something, like I could sit after this call and close my eyes and I could take my mind to Turkey that or take my mind to China, you that know? I mean, it's, it's super powerful. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's how we work on a daily basis is through mm -hmm. that. I mean, everything cycles through our mind. Yeah, that's, that's it. Just being aware and, and making sure that you are, you are taking control of your mind, of what you're pouring yeah. in and putting in. And, and like you said, close, sometimes you just need to close your eyes, count to 10 and visualize yeah. like just literally anything else, um, yeah. A place you want to be or just a, a a moment in time where you remember joy and happiness and and all of these things yeah. um yeah yeah that's interesting you say that man because that's that's how i kind of got through some things in my past is like say um there i don't know if you're too familiar with the area out here like in castle hayne they had what was called the railroad okay. tracks so it was just like a bridge, like an old railroad track bridge that you would go and a bunch of kids during the summertime, we would go jump off of it and jump in the water. I mean, cra crazy stuff, man, <laughs> trespassing, all the, all the nonsense. But that was before I like fully believed in God and who Jesus was and what he came to do. Uh, so I had to find ways to tap yeah. into myself. And one thing I did with that is like I, I learned that as a kid, when I went to the railroad tracks, I would experience so much joy and there was no stress there. There was no worry there, right. you know? So what I did along the way was I remembered those, those times. And I remembered like standing on top of the railroad tracks. So whenever I'm away from them and I would feel those emotions come into my body, I would immediately close my eyes and I would take my mind mm -hmm. to the railroad tracks. So I would be able to like visualize myself in my mind, jumping into the water and, it, it was very therapeutic for me, for sure, to kind of get me past those moments that right. I was going through. Yeah, dang, that's... That could that could be anything, man. I mean, it could be any... I mean, it could be 
cooking dinner with your grandpa, you know, I mean, just little things or playing right. cards with them. I mean, little things that brought right. you happiness and, and peace. Yeah, no, that's, man, that's awesome. Um, man, visualization is powerful. We have the power to, mm-hmm. to visualize a better future, a better um, just moment, a better, a better moment in time, right? So, um, yeah, man, thank you, Brian, for, for joining uh, I'm glad we were able to have this. Uh, it's been too long. I'm glad we were able to, to catch up. Yeah, definitely going to stay in touch, man. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, guys, thank you all for tuning in. If I know this was uh, a maybe heavier uh, topic than we usually have, but um, if there was something that you were able to take from it, um, you know, our ask is that you share this episode. Brian, where can we find you um, and your wife on social media? So if you go on Instagram, Facebook, you can type in Mother of Wild is my wife's company. That's the main parent company of what we got going on right now. Um, Both of us are on Instagram. Our personal accounts are Brian Praise and Mariah Praise. And then, of course, Father of Wild, man, not just for any men that go through child loss, but anything that you're going through, man, I try and post a lot of inspirational and motivational stuff so uh, feel free to check it out for sure awesome well y'all go check them out um thank y'all again for tuning in if there are things that we could work on please let us know because we are a community who are constantly working to be a better version of ourselves until next time we love y'all peace